This is Star Wars Action News, hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Hello and welcome to Star Wars Action News Annual Black Friday and Holiday Gift Guide. We missed you. We know we've been away for a while. It's 2020. Bad things happen. One of those bad things has been a lack of Star Wars action news, but we ourselves have not been immune to the badness, which has kept us away from the mic. But this is our 16th year of podcasting. We were not going to miss. I think that I have three big shows a year that I always look forward to. Toy Fair, Comic-Con, and The Gift Guide. Only because you do a lot of shopping for yourselves. A lot of things are discovered at the gift guide. Yeah. <laughs> it's a way to talk about things we don't talk about a lot on the show, where we focus quite a bit on Hasbro products. And this year, we didn't get a Comic-Con show, neither from Star Wars Action News or in San Diego. Yeah, but you know what? I have terribly missed everyone we see and all our friends and being among people. Are stores even open this year? Because we're talking some Black Friday sales. I don't know if I can go in a store and get them. A lot of stores are closing early Thanksgiving afternoon. And I'd say a good chunk of the sales are online. Walmart has it set up where they have stuff online today. They've had stuff up all week. But you can only buy it online. You cannot buy it in the store but you can pick it up at the store in one of the specially marked parking spots and they'll just run it out to you. I will say Walmart pickup of all the pickups is the one that's consistently good and on the ball. Best Buy is good too. But I will say Walmart's consistent with shifting more stuff to pickup. So we have quite a bit to talk about today then. With all of the things, I want to thank Everybody behind the scenes, you know, we still have the Star Wars Action News team who we talk to pretty much on a daily basis. Andrew and Daryl and Steve, Brock and Curtis and Justin. Everybody comes together with this gift guide and pitches in and says some things they suggest. But first, let's take a look at some sales going on. Well, the big thing this year is video games, of course, because the PlayStation 5 came out and the Xbox Series X, which, not to be confused with the Xbox One, get another gaming convention, guys. Or the Xbox One X. Yeah. Or the Xbox Series S. Yeah. Come on, Microsoft. Get your crap together. If you can score one of those systems, you can play some of the games from prior gen consoles on them. You definitely can play the PS4 games on the PS5, and Jedi Fallen Order is actually on sale at Walmart already this week for $30. GameStop has it for $29.99 if you want to save that penny and get your GameStop bucks. But I feel like giving my money to Walmart is like giving my money to Mr. Potter. And I feel like giving my money to GameStop is like giving my money to George Bailey. And if you didn't get a PS5 or an Xbox Series S slash X, Jedi Fallen Order is a really fun game. We've had some debates among ourselves about whether it's possibly one of the best of all time. And if you just have a PS4 still, not just, it's still a great system. 
with amazing games, and this will breathe new life into your system and make you appreciate what you have if you haven't played this yet. They can also get Squadrons, Star Wars Squadrons, on sale. Again, Walmart already has it on sale for $25, and GameStop has it for $16.99. So in this case, it would behoove you to go to GameStop. So then you might as well pick them both up at GameStop. And then while you're there at GameStop, you can pick up the Sims 4 Plus Star Wars pack. They have a whole bundle there, and you can get that for $19.99. This is total news to me. You didn't know this existed? I didn't know that there was a Star Wars add-on pack for The Sims. Admittedly, I have pretty much blocked The Sims out of my life since The Sims 2, and... I found out that I was kind of reliving The Sims with Animal Crossing earlier this year. And in both cases, if I'm cleaning up an artificial house, shouldn't I just clean up my own instead? Yeah, I really dislike the pulling weeds in Animal Crossing. I mean, crap, I don't even do that in my own yard. So this is actually something getting me interested in The Sims, which I haven't been since probably the year 2001. You realize this will be a time suck. Yeah. Because when The Sims was big, when we were dating, you'd be playing The Sims and all of a sudden it'd be four o'clock in the morning and you never went to bed. But this looks cool and I can get both for $19.99. Awesome. There are some assorted Black Friday deals at some of the big retail box stores. JCPenney has select toys, clothing and costumes. 25% off. We think that by costumes, they might mean role-playing items like, you know, the Black Panther masks and things like that. The toy lightsabers. Yeah. Kohl's has select toys, buy one, get one half off. So in both cases, these sales mean you're only paying slightly above what the things cost at Walmart. Yeah, yeah, not the, not the best places to shop. Meyer is actually pretty decent. This is the Midwestern chain Meyer, not the West Coast Fred Meyer. They have buy one, get one half off, and puzzles are buy one, get one half off. I know a lot of you have been doing puzzles over the pandemic, and Brock is a puzzle fiend, and he can put them together fast, and like super complicated ones, and it's very intimidating when I get my little puzzle and be like, I did one too, look. So if you're into puzzles and they've been hard to find sometimes, go and get some puzzles. They're going to make great gifts for the long winter ahead we've got. And then at Target, I think I'm going to have to break down and buy this. There is so much Baby Yoda stuff out there. Uh, Excuse me. Disney's lawyers are on the phone. It's the child. There's so much Baby Yoda stuff out there that at first I was crazy about it and buying notebooks and coffee mugs, and then I decided to become more selective because I didn't need a Baby Yoda popcorn popper, and then now I just get the best stuff, but that is such a cute Baby Yoda with his snack there. Now, I did go into Target the other day to get some toys because those, unfortunately, were not available for pickup. I saw this in person. You can skip it. Trust me on this. Okay. It's not as cute as the picture. It was just kind of like, oh... That's what's on sale. And notice it's it's been 50% off for a long time, actually. Okay. Well, it's still 50% off, but apparently you don't want it. If you're going to buy one item of the child, why don't you buy the animatronic one? Because I already have that one. And then a sale for all Star Wars Hasbro collectors. Our friend Justin runs Figure Shield. And we are not affiliated with Figure Shield, but we're always happy to promote good products, and I use Figure Shield quite a bit. When I got my retro figures from Walmart, any that were halfway decent went in a Figure Shield case because they all came in envelopes, 
And I don't personally keep my boxed Black Series figures mint in box. I like to open them up. But if you do, he's got the DFR1 for that. He's got the 6x9 for all vintage carded and modern carded vintage collection figures. And if you use the code SWAN20, S-W-A-N-2-0, he's going to give you, our Star Wars Action News listeners, 20% off all in-stock orders through December 5th. And it's when they have sales like these, I legitimately just go and buy like 300 (laughs) because I know I'm going to use them. I do keep one of every vintage and vintage collection that I can get carded. And so each time a new wave of vintage collection comes in, it's like, all right, grab half a dozen more or so figure shields and get those used. But not a lot of sales have been announced. There have been a lot of sales going on already. I know that I keep seeing things like Black Friday all week at Target or Best Buy or GameStop, but I'm not sure if it's really Black Friday all week or if they're just like foreplay sales that they're having before the real deal this weekend or what Cyber Monday is going to bring. Follow Star Wars Action News on Twitter and Facebook and head to our website swactionnews.com because as the best sales happen, I'm going to be posting them to those two social media sites, not Instagram because they don't like links, and I will have a blog post that I will be constantly updating on our site that will tell you the best deals and not things like Baby Yoda that's been half off for months apparently, but really cool stuff that actually has a good discount will keep you up to date. And speaking of really cool stuff, get into our holiday gift guide. And just a kind of reminder of the ground rules we try to set. Marjorie, some of the best gifts she's given me have been in legal-sized envelopes. (laughs) Yes, pre-orders are okay for us as a couple. We are perfectly fine with that. If you're okay with it, some some of these things you might want to mention to your partner that, hey, this would be a good gift and I'm okay if it's a piece of paper under the tree and then I get it in January or February. If you're that kind of person, go for it. I know a lot of people are kind of hesitant to do that because it's not it doesn't feel very gifty, but you get the knowledge of it on Christmas Day and then you get the item later on. So it's like two Christmases. Yeah, but on our gift guide, we did not put any pre-orders. This is all stuff you could actually get, put under the tree, or give physically to the Star Wars lover in your life. And to start off with, a holiday-themed item. You don't want to wait till Christmas to get this. Speaking of cute plushies, I saw the Porg with the Santa hat and the scarf, and I was just... (laughs) I thought I had had all the Porg I could handle over the past couple of years, where... They took something great and overdid it a little bit. The child! But this one with his little distressed look on his face and the scarf, I was like, I have to have this to decorate with this holiday season. Yeah, he is super cute, although he looks horrified at something right now. Like he's screaming in terror. He probably just saw Chewbacca eat his sister. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Build-A-Bear is having a big sale, and they're doing that $6 Build-A-Bear thing. You're doing it online only, so you can get a bear for $6, like you can reserve it. They did this before, and it ends up being a crazy long line at the mall, which obviously they're not doing. But you can get a basic bear for 6 bucks. It is limited and extremely limited, but it can be done. 
right now they do have some exclusives. They have an online exclusive for the Mandalorian. And it's a bundle, so he comes with that whole outfit, which is not creepy at all in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And you can get a child plush, which is actually kind of super cute. Because I think that they're... A little bit have captured the face. The eyes are dead, but it's still super cute. And you know what? Some little kid or adult is going to be super happy to get that because it is adorable. He's got those big pink ears. Anytime Build-A-Bear does a non-bear item, like when they did the Ewok, those things sell immensely fast. And the fact that he's got the little handprints and I bet you have the voice box in there. And they're selling his pram later on. It's not for sale yet, but it is coming, so you can have his little pram to display him in. At this point, it's a Cabbage Patch child. Yeah, I I guess it is, but yeah. I I do like that when it's a non-bear animal better, because otherwise they just end up looking like a bondage bear. (laughs) If they have the full over-the-face masks. (laughs) This one, though, it looks like that head is printed on and not like a pulled-over mask, so that actually would be less creepy. Yeah. Is if they just printed the bear material versus grabbing some local vinyl and putting it really tight over the head. It's it's a little bit, yeah, a little fetishist when it's the latex over it. If you have a female on your gift list, you might want to head over to Pandora. They do have little charms. Now you have to buy the charms, so it's like a gift that keeps on giving because you can buy one for each holiday, but you buy the bracelet and then you just keep adding charms to it and they have some Star Wars ones. They have the C-3PO, which I thought was the coolest because he's vac metalized and he's gold and he has $90. So these are a little bit at the higher end. Now there are some knockoffs on Etsy that look exactly the same. I mean, they say that they're from Pandora. I don't know. I can't vouch for that, but there are other ones out there. You can also get the charms on necklaces too, if that's something more your style. So let me ask you as a woman, Marjorie, if this was something I got you for Christmas, is that a good gift? Did you already get it? Do I have to answer that? I mean, I, I, a lot's writing now on this answer. I feel this is very um, tense, and I, I, feel, just, I feel like I'm under pressure here. Well, this was suggested by Steve the Ginger Prince, yes. and I just was wondering, is this something that you can kind of put into the most every woman will love and then love getting another charm on Valentine's Day and another charm for the birthday ad infinitum? Or is this something that some women really love the Pandora stuff and some women don't? And where do you fall on that spectrum? I have a lot of, I feel a lot of tension right now about this. <laughs> and I, I, I'm i kind of on the spot here. And I don't, did you already buy this for me? Because I don't want to be like, no, I hate these, but you already have. So you don't love them enough that you'd be excited had I already spent the money. I like the idea of it. <laughs> But while I can be a girly girl, I am not this kind of girly girl. I prefer my jewelry to have diamonds in it. Less of higher quality instead of more of Pandora quality? Yes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with these. They're silver and gold, and some people absolutely love them. It is not my thing. I started a charm bracelet back in the late 90s when it was like all the rage, and... Yeah, I think it's still sitting in my jewelry box, and I think the most charms I got it was my dad took this crazy cross-country driving trip with his fiance at the time, and they bought me charms everywhere they stopped. So that's 
the extent of it and I've never worn it. To me, my thought is, no, I didn't buy this for you. Thank God. And I wouldn't buy this for you. Because my thought on this is it's something you would have to start yourself and then I could get you charms. Like it's a mutual thing. Like, hey, I was thinking about getting this. Is this something you'd like? This is the idea I had, but I want to make sure you liked it before I spent, you know, $200 getting you a nice bracelet to put it on. And then I don't want to be the kind of husband where your birthday comes and then the next birthday comes. And by the third birthday from now, you're like, I wonder which Pandora charm he got me this year. Just look up the SNL sketch, people. <laughs> look up the SNL sketch with Cicely Strong. That's all I'm going to say. And that, I think that explains how most women feel about charm bracelets. Or maybe just me. I don't know. So They're not a bad gift. I'm not saying that at all. It is not something that I would enjoy. Yeah. And I'm saying, guys, if you buy one of these for your Star Wars loving wife... Don't be that guy who every holiday you feel like you've got it made because all you have to do is buy one $60 charm and you're done. Yeah. And you don't have to buy all Star Wars charms either. There's no law saying you can't mix in the other charms. They have Harry Potter. Yep. But it it's not my thing. I mean, I guess I can wear it into the study some days and dress all fancy and put on my fancy slippers. Yeah, we were discussing some of the items we have on this list are very traditional. Like this is jewelry, and jewelry is a traditional Christmas gift. Where are you wearing your jewelry right now? Later on, I have some neckties I love. Where am I wearing neckties right now? Well, I think what we'll have to do is take a Christmas vacation, and we'll spend a day in each room of the house, except for the bathrooms. And dress fancy? Yeah, I mean, we'll put on some vacation clothes, maybe take our cameras. Another item for... The female on your list, or male actually, because I've seen some males rock this palette that have put a lot of us to shame. They did. There's some amazing makeup artists out there, but ColourPop is a really great brand for lipstick. Their lip paint is amazing. I can't stress that enough. But they came out with a the child palette. It sold out very quickly. There are still some available new from sites like Poshmark. There's some on eBay, and I feel you would be able to trust Poshmark especially. And eBay, it's not as scuzzy as it used to be anymore. Not for this kind of stuff. I wouldn't trust necessarily everything on Amazon because sometimes those are the fakes. But I don't think this is something people are making fakes of. It's a $16 eyeshadow palette. (laughs) They're going to make a fake of the $60 eyeshadow palette from Urban Decay. But it's got some great colors in there, and it's got the child on the cover... This would make a great stocking stuffer. I would love to see pictures of the woman who can rock that Dagobah mud color in the bottom left. I mean, seriously, I just, when I think of the makeups, I think of colorful stuff because I don't wear it. So I only really notice. I have that color upstairs in a different brand. Would you like me to do my eyes tomorrow for Thanksgiving? Yeah, let's see what Dagobah brown looks like or Yoda skin green. Yeah, you, you can do it. Doesn't look good on me because of my olive coloring, but yes, it can be done. Next up, Moby Fox has some bands for your Apple Watch. We looked at watches recently and been like, but it just tells the time. <laughs> That's a whole other discussion. <laughs> what do I do with this watch? How will I know when I have an email with this watch? There are some very gorgeous watches that I would never wear because this isn't the 80s and I'm not... 
a vendor in Central Park where I will have multiple watches up my wrist just for the sake of having pretty ones and then the Apple Watch. So what's really cool is that you can finally start getting licensed bands for your Apple Watch. They've got the Mandalorian with Beskar armor. They've got a Stormtrooper. I love that the inside loop of the Stormtrooper has a Star Destroyer shadow on it. Yeah, these are pretty cool. And these, again, would make a great gift for somebody. And you can see they're not that expensive. They're 40 bucks compared to the ones from Apple, which I think are a lot more. Curtis bought one of these. He was kind of our guinea pig. I sent the link out <laughs> and I was like, hey, anybody want this? And Curtis jumped on it and says it's actually really good. First hand review from Curtis is that these are nice watch bands. You always got to be a little careful when you see something in a Facebook ad. It's a lot of pressure on Curtis now. Stance is a company that's been around for a while. They make socks. They, I believe they branched out to underwear, possibly. And now face masks. But they have a line of Star Wars socks. They have like regular crew socks. They have business type socks. They've got some little 3D socks with like little arms on the Ewoks and Chewbacca and Darth Vader. Which I guess those would be around the house socks. Because I imagine in your shoe that would just cause a problem. But... They also have face masks. Fun face masks are a great gift this year, guys, because you can never have too many, and it's another way of showing your your individuality, your fandom, or to express yourself. I do find face masks are my new necktie. I try to have several. I try to find a pattern that complements my t-shirt of the day. I'd say my outfit, but I'm not wearing button-downs right now. <laughs> and so, yeah, Cool face masks are something that people will get use out of at least through the summer and maybe longer. We don't know. And speaking of neckties, I'm hoping that I have a place to wear neckties again sometime in the future. I actually really like wearing ties. I know a lot of people don't, but I have a collection of ties that I think are a little unusual. And I love it when I can get away with geeky stuff subtly and people don't know. And if I were to wear that Vader tie, the black tie with red stripes, nobody's going to know unless they're all up on me that those are little Vader heads in the pattern and that the silver between the stripes are Darth Vader's lightsaber handle. If they're getting that close to you, I might want to have a discussion with them. But I absolutely love that. And the Mandalorian one, from a little bit of a distance, it just looks like a dotted pattern. But then when you get up close, you're showing fandom for the Mandalorian. Or if you're old school, like my tattoo, you're showing fandom for Boba Fett. So there's quite a few of these on Shop Disney. And there are more obvious designs with larger patterns that make no bones about what you're wearing. I like the more subtle ones that I think you can wear to a business meeting and wear out to dinner. And so check these out. I I honestly, again, I'm a, I'm a tie guy. I like it when people give me ties for a holiday. I don't know where I'm going to wear them next. Well, that's for our vacation, <laughs> our Christmas vacation. You can wear one. We, we can dress up and go to the dining room. I have been obsessed with the company 720 since we met them a few years ago when they started putting out housewares items. And they have just knocked it out of the park with some of the stuff they've been doing. They were at 
Comic-Con a few times where they had some outdoor type things like some lanterns, which were amazingly cool, and some laser cut and wood-burned wooden outdoor furniture. But I found this year on Toink, they had, their their build is outdoor placemats, which means they're probably just a little bit more durable, maybe a little plasticky, but they have some really cool designs that they actually carried over into pillows also that from afar, you can't tell these are Star Wars. Like, and it takes me a few times to look at the Rebel logo one to see where the Rebel logo is. I don't quite get it every time and I have to look at it because it just looks like like an abstract flower. Same thing with the X-Wings. It just looks kind of cool. But I love these and I think that they'd make a great gift for somebody that, you know, loves Star Wars. Just kind of like a little pop of Star Wars in their everyday life. And the pillows, I cannot say enough cool things about these pillows. And we're probably going to order some because I really like these designs. I love the X-Wing one. And I kind of like the Rebel Symbol one, but I think I like the Imperial one a little better. I really like the four X-Wings all going to the one point. Mm -hmm. And I like the black pillow with the white Rebel insignia that you have here. And these actually really would complement the rooms where we have sofas. So yeah, these are great ideas that, again, a good gift, husband or wife, nothing wrong with this, but I know a lot of collectors who have an agreement with their spouse. You're allowed to collect as much as you want, but it can't overtake the whole house. You have, you know, your area, your man cave, whatever it is. This might be a way to say, you can have a little subtle Star Wars in the living room. Well, and sometimes, you know, there's a lot of couples like us that collect together or share in the fandom together. And you want something maybe, and I I don't want to use the word classy, but maybe not, the word might be not garish. You know, like, I'm going to compare it to like the all over comic print cover you know, for the fabric and stuff that they've got. That might be a little much in the dining room, but these would be perfectly acceptable to have people over for dinner. And not that the others aren't, but I think it's just not, it's more classical if it's in, it's just a little touch of it. It's not out in your face. And one thing to remember from our Toy Fair coverage of 2019, when we interviewed the guys at 720, they have the ability to create their own designs. So many companies that create this type of thing. If you go to the children's bedding section, for example, and see the designs they have there, or Tervis with their cups, all of these people are picking from a style guide. It's the same kind of thing you'll see in the back-to-school section on notebooks. And I actually mean paper notebooks, but I don't know if anyone's using those anymore. (laughs) They're just using notebook computers. But 720 has designers on site and an agreement that they can design their own things and submit it for approval. And so you get designs there like these, you can't get anywhere else on anything else. And I think that's something that makes them really special above, no offense to any other company, but above when like Think Geek will do a Star Wars pillow. Moment of silence for the old Think Geek. But yeah, they have an amazing art department at 720. I've talked at length with their marketing guy and yeah, the process that these people go through and they're just, they're so creative with what they're doing. And they've done some things in other lines, like in more Disney properties that have been just phenomenal. And it's because they have the ability to make their own designs and not use the stock art. And I, and I guess what I was saying with the other 
stuff that might be in your face. It's, it's the stock art, the stock clip art you see everywhere that's plastered on everything. So yeah. these are a little different. Yeah, I don't swing the way of Disney with the mice and things, but when we were in the 720 showroom, I saw some Disney stuff that even I would have. It was really nice and classy. Mm-hmm. A new entry into the Star Wars licensing foray is Corksicle. It's a more classy Yeti, which the Yeti are those things you buy in the farm stores that keep your drink cold for like 40 hours or something. So they have these in some neat designs. This is their canteen model, and they do have like Darth Vader, they have Boba Fett, I believe they have Stormtrooper. I love the C-3PO one, but it seems just a little bit flashy for me. A little, a little too blingy. A little ostentatious. I'm not a Kardashian. <laughs> Their entire side is 25% off this week for Black Friday. They say that they can keep your cold drinks cold for 25 hours and your hot drinks hot for 12. I have a really bad history with things like this in that I'll take it to work or my way to work, drink out of it, and then leave it in my car for six months. And then it's formed some sort of colony inside <laughs> of it, and I just have to burn it. So not a good gift for you. Not a good gift for me. But if there's a more responsible person, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> I have a terrible history with these things. Don't buy me one. No. If there's an adult in your life who leaves the house right now, this would be a great gift. I have a history of taking these things to work and forgetting about them for six hours. And then when I go back to it, it's cold coffee. So this would actually really help me if I went to an office anymore. Well, no, this would help you at home, too, because you sometimes forget your drinks. That's what Keurig is for. And continuing our drinkware. This one is at Toink. This is for one pint. It's $15.99, but it is a chrome C-3PO pint glass. It's fancy AF. I love this for the house. Like when I said the C-3PO corksicle was too fancy, that's because I'd take it out of the house. For, but drinking at home, oh yeah, this would be so much fun just to drink out of if it's dishwasher oh, safe. Oh, it is not dishwasher safe. No, 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 no. <laughs> I will tell you right now, it is not dishwasher safe. You're going to have to hand wash it with special soap that was made in the Andes Mountains. <laughs> and you have to air dry it for precisely 12 minutes or else the chrome will flake off. Okay, but it's still cool looking. No, it's super cool looking. I love it when they make shiny gold things for C-3PO. Now, Andrew... One of our video editors and good friend is a big gamer, and he has recommended a couple of the games he's been playing lately. Star Wars Legion, the core game, is about $100, and then the Clone Wars core set is about $100 right now. He has a great time playing them. We've been setting up a game night where we can play this with him. It's a build and paint miniatures combat game, a lot of customization options, you can buy further expansion sets for $25 to $35. This is a wonderful trapped-at-home hobby, is to get yourself a whole lot of miniatures to paint and build. Yeah, this seems like the perfect pandemic activity. Similarly, you can paint and build the Bandai model kits. We have talked about these at Toy Fair and Comic-Con. I've taken literally thousands of photos of these model kits I love them when they're put together by somebody with a lot of talent. <laughs> when I thought they came pre-painted, I was going to be all in on these because 
The ships are about the size of the Micro Machines action fleet from the 90s that I loved. And they had so many A-Wings in different colors. Little did I know that's one model kit they painted differently. And they had B-Wings and all these various ships from original trilogy, sequel trilogy, prequel trilogy, Rebels, Clone Wars, whatever. So awesome if you're talented and I am not in this regard. I have a shaky hand that cannot do the detail work. <laughs> but they're great kits. <laughs> and they've been showing up at Targets lately, which is great for Bandai. They're actually getting into the retail market. You used to have to order all of these online. And a couple that Andrew recommends, because he does have talent. He does have a lot of talent, yes. Is the Shadow Stormtrooper model kit. I love me some Shadow Stormtroopers. And then the X-Wing for $31.75. You can get these kits as low as $10. The most expensive seem to hover around $50. I think the Millennium Falcon may have been a bit more than that. But if you know somebody in your life who likes model building and, you know, they like Star Wars, maybe they're not a huge collector, but they are a big model builder, um, good gift there. I'm not a model builder, but I'm a reader. <laughs> Arnie, you're a reader. Like, no one remembers that commercial except me. No, it's from the early days of Star Wars action news. But there are a lot of great books coming out. I mean, since Disney bought Lucasfilm, the number of publishers has grown geometrically. But a handful of books that our team recommends, I Am C-3PO, The Inside Story by Anthony Daniels. I've heard that's very, very good. The Art of the Mandalorian Season 1. I love these art of books. There's not just art. It's not just a flip-through picture book. There's stories from behind-the-scenes development. The creators talk about it. Plus, gorgeous, gorgeous concept art in a oversized coffee table book. I have so many of these art of books, and from... Star Wars to Marvel to even things like Bill and Ted and the Dark Tower. Dark Tower, not a very good movie. Amazing art of book. <laughs> so I can really recommend the Mandalorian one. If you're more into some novels and stories, Alexander Freed wrote Alphabet Squadron and Shadow Fall. Timothy Zahn is back again with Thrawn Ascendancy, Chaos Rising, and then there's some short story collections. There's the Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark, where a number of Star Wars authors have contributed short tales taking place during the Clone Wars, and it kind of builds on Star Wars from a certain point of view, where you have people like even Will Wheaton, Jeffrey Brown, Paul Dini, Ashley Eckstein, and many, many more Jason Fry writing stories that take place during the first Star Wars. And then they have another one for The Empire Strikes Back with a number of great authors available in audiobook or physical book form. Then the Star Wars archives, episodes one through three, 1999 to 2005. I'm so jealous of our friends overseas because this is out in the UK. It's not out in the States just yet, but you can pre-order it on Amazon. I'm hoping it ships by Christmas. The original Star Wars Archives book came out around 
2006, 2007, and it was a wonderful look behind the scenes of the original trilogy with reproductions of things in little envelopes. Like you could pull it out and read a handwritten note from George Lucas during the production of A New Hope and read press releases and see reproductions of things from the time. And this looks like a gorgeous follow-up with a lot of behind-the-scenes photos like Liam Neeson and Jake Lloyd and Ewan McGregor. Looks like they're breaking character during a photo shoot. (laughs) And Ray Park swinging his saber as he jumps down from what looks like a mattress. That's available now on Amazon. Also available, something that has me excited in a muted sort of way. Solo has just had released a deluxe edition of its soundtrack. This has over an hour of additional music, and it's just $11.99 at Amazon, and the regular one with an hour less music is $10.99. So you get one more at 11 It's just it's one more. <laughs> the thing that gets me is I loved having my soundtrack collection on CD, and so... This is MP3. I love listening to the music. That's the end goal with music collections is to listen to the music. But I am hoping that maybe this deluxe edition comes out on quad record vinyl or something really cool in the coming months. Also coming from Andrew, if you haven't been checking out our YouTube channel, you've been missing out. Andrew has been doing some really great Hot Toys unboxing and review videos He's been doing them on Mandalorian Monday lately. And a couple of reviews he's recently posted of figures he really likes. The Incinerator Trooper and The Mandalorian. Both in the low 200 range. Yeah, and Hot Toys are a great grift and these are in stock. So why not? I mean, it's a fun unboxing. I'll tell you that. There's nothing quite like opening that Hot Toy for the first time. The mixture of caution and excitement, and amazement at the level of detail they actually put in, and realizing it looks better in your hand than it does on the website. The detail can't be captured by the photos they put up. My very first hot toy was a gift from Marjorie, and she's given me a couple more as gifts, and every single time, I've been enthralled. I try not to buy you ones from the two licenses you do collect like that superman one i got you so i try to do things that you normally would not buy for yourself yeah i've tried to hint around at them but either you don't want to buy them or don't get the hints i haven't gotten the hints then (laughs) also i have to be careful starting you down another path well that is very true it's not gone well for me (laughs) in the past and andrew's done some really fun time-lapse lego build videos too He's made me think I need to break out some of my Legos and do the same just because I just love watching the time-lapse videos and watching Andrew put together their Lego is so much more fun than watching mold grow on a peach, which is, you know, where I first learned about time-lapse photography. All right, then. So that sounds interesting. Now, if you have someone on your list who likes some of the finer things... Yadro is also new to the Star Wars game. Disney has a license with them. They've made numerous Mickey things and some Star Wars items. We learned about them at Celebration last year. Well, we knew about Yadro before that. But the Star Wars license, when they had their 
collectibles other than Hasbro panel. <laughs> we were there and Yadro gave their presentation and we discussed it in our coverage then. But now the stuff is available and wildly divergent in price. Yes, you can get the nice Princess Leia figure for $610, which is about right for Yadro. I mean, Yadro is an expensive piece. Think Hummels, but they look more like people and are more artsy. The Amidala is a limited edition at $4,000. So, I, I don't know if that's a layaway gift. It is limited. But if you have someone that's really into Yadro, they would love these, I'm sure. Also, I'd like to point out that these are not ginormous items either. Well, with the price difference, you get a height difference. The Princess Leia is almost 14 inches tall, which is bigger than I associate with Yadro. My family, being Latino, loved Yadro and collected them I come from a family of collectors, and they'd go to Spain a lot or Portugal. They'd always come back with Yadro. My sister picked up on that. She was collecting Yadro. I don't remember any as tall as 14 inches. No, in fact, when we went to the Yadro store, and your sister was very disappointed because I wasn't enamored and didn't want to buy any, they were slightly bigger than Hummels, as I recall. I mean, like things you'd put like in a little curio cabinet, like six to eight inches, They had some giant ones, but they were more like statement pieces, which I guess the Amidala is. Yeah, because the Amidala is almost 22 inches tall. Yeah, they had her on display, I thought. Yeah, we've seen it in person, but the scale lets you know that this isn't something where they're considering you're going to collect a whole line. It's not like Hot Toys where you're going to buy a ton of Hot Toys and display them together. This would be one or the other, but if you order by December 15th from Yadro, you're guaranteed Christmas delivery. Well, all right then. That that seals the deal there. Now, if you want to have super fun and annoy relatives, which doesn't seem like a problem this year given the pandemic, <laughs> or if you want to gift this to somebody who is going to be trapped in the house with their kids for the next six to eight months, the Kowakian monkey lizard would be a fantastic gift. He sits on your shoulder. There's a little magnet so you can sit on your shoulder. He cackles. And there's a little remote for a little bit of movement. It's intended that you could maybe cosplay and put him under your shoulder. Listen, a lot of the items we're going to talk about next are from Galaxy's Edge. Now, I've never been to Galaxy's Edge I have some great friends in California and Florida who have picked me up a number of exclusives from there. I haven't been myself, but recently they have opened up some Galaxy's Edge stuff. They had the exclusive stuff at Target, but ShopDisney.com has brought in a lot of Galaxy's Edge products, and I have gone nuts. These are some of the most unique, cool, deep dive toys and collectibles that I have seen in years. It hasn't been since the heyday of the aughts that we have gotten things like remote control salacious crumb. I had to have it, and I do. Okay. (laughs) I got the classic salacious paint. I didn't get the looks like a member of Dr. Teeth's band from the Muppets. Actually, or else he looks like he's at Carnival in Rio. (laughs) I went with classic colors, but I really got excited about that. 
I'm equally as excited that they made a wart toy life-size. This is the frog that sat outside Jabba's palace in that one scene and ate something. I mean, that's a deep dive and it is awesome. And there's a ton of cute plushies. There's a Tauntaun, there's a Wampa that just have really cute little faces with the, look at those little teeth. No, they're super cute. Are they just like little plastic figures? The plushies, I think, are, yeah, hairy, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I get that the plushie's hairy, but... Yeah, you look at that nose and teeth and things. Those are Straight out of Planet of the Apes. (laughs) Okay, I'll never not see that now. I mean, right? It is. You know what I see is, all of a sudden, (laughs) the nose, the eyebrows, I guess those are, look like eyebrows. Then the little nostril holes below it look like eyes. The crease down the middle looks like a nose so now the entire nose looks like its own face inside of a face to me it's got two faces yeah (laughs) you know that's a barbara streisand movie the tauntaun has two faces Mm. one of the things that is just been nuts at galaxy's edge they sold out so often were the lightsabers where you have all these different types of lightsabers what you're looking at here is luke's return of the jedi kylo ren's Ray's rebuilt lightsaber from the sequel trilogy, but you just have these hilts. You can buy belt clips so you can attach the hilt to your belt. You can buy little stands so you could just display them as a collectible like I do. And then you buy a blade and the blade can be red, green, blue. It has all the LEDs in it and pop the blade right in. You've got a bit more of a FX saber. This is not for dueling. It says very... (laughs) (laughs) very explicitly that basically you have a light bulb that you're putting in there. And so do not duel with it. It is not a toy. But I ended up getting one of these. You know, I just couldn't resist. And more deep dives. They have musical instrument replicas of the Figrin Dan horn from the Cantina Band. And it works. They have an Ewok drum. And I didn't put the picture here, but they have Droopy McCool from Jabba's Palace Band, the little horn he played. I mean, this is awesome stuff. This is awesome, awesome stuff, because who would do this? Who would (laughs) ever make this? But it's cool and awesome that they did. And a Dejeric board. I had to order this immediately. Now, admittedly, it looks like a cutting board because <laughs> it's more wooden than Han Solo's silver one. But you get all the little pieces there to place around it and recreate that little scene. And, you know, if you really want to go all out, you could go to Regal Robot and get, you know, probably a $10,000 Dejeric table. But I got this one and it was just 50 bucks, And it came with some checkers. That's not a bad price at all. And speaking of not a bad price, let's talk about Royal Selangor and their pewter chess set for $1,800. This might be outside of the range of your gift giving for the holidays, but different lifestyles maybe can afford something like this. I've seen this in person. It's a good display piece. It's not a great chess set to play, But all of these pewter figures with light pewter and dark pewter and the sculpts on them, anybody getting this as a gift is sure to be knocked off their feet. My problem with it is that it's a generic glass board. I feel like it needs more, maybe something with a star field or something. I feel like it's just, it's it's very plain. 
And I think that just loses a lot of that. I get your point because when I look at that chessboard, I think of the one that you could get at Walmart for the past 20 years that you saw in the first X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. That frosted glass and not frosted glass chessboard. But I think any type of color, because you have monochromatic gray, silver, pewter, any type of color, including a star field, might really draw away from your attention to detail. Yeah, that's true. They also have a sand crawler keepsake box. Now, Arnie, now keepsakes, what do you think are keepsakes? You know, I would think a necklace. Yeah, I mean like a fine piece of jewelry or something, or um, maybe you want to keep like a, a special memento from an event or something like that. Yeah, I think, you know, when I think of keepsakes among ourselves, I remember a gambling token from back in the day. I think of jewelry. I think of watches. You know, for me, maybe it's even a little tchotchke I bought from Galaxy's Edge. That could be a keepsake. Yeah. That's why I put this on here is it's one of the lowest price Royal Selling Gore items and it's useful, right? It's a keepsake box. That's why I put it on there. As long as your keepsake is the size of a baby carrot. I did then look at the (laughs) the dimensions two and a half inches high. Now it is five and a half inches long. Right. That's why I said like maybe a little baby carrot. Well, five and a half inches long. You could take a regular carrot and break it in half. Well, sure. A stubby pencil, maybe? the, The narrowest dimension is it's Width of one and three quarter, you could put a couple of rings in there or yeah. something smaller than a pencil. I do want to point out it doesn't say keepsakes box, it's just a keepsake box. So that implies one eye. <laughs> I still think the detail in the pewter is really amazing, and the sand crawler design is really nice. It's just not the biggest one in the world. No, it, it's. Yeah, it's it look really cute, probably like on a shelf somewhere, and maybe you put your key in it to your safe that you hide behind your picture of Napoleon or something. Yeah, and speaking of sand crawlers, an overlooked gem, I think, is the sand crawler playset that is available from Shop Disney. It's again, kind of a Galaxy's Edge item, but when I think of Star Wars toys at Shop Disney... I always think of their toy box line that I haven't really fallen in love with because I don't feel the style they used have really fit the characters, especially the human ones. And the stubby vehicles and things. The Slave One's kind of cool. I'll give it that. But I wouldn't buy it. But this isn't in the toy box line. And that's what was confusing me at first. This is in the Droid Factory line. So what you have here is a sand crawler pretty much to scale to your three and three quarter inch figures, at least as to scale as some of the Hasbro ones were. And we haven't had a sand crawler from Hasbro in many, many, many years. No. So I think this is a good way to get a sand crawler to have for display. You get a Jawa, you get a Gonk, and it's just $99.99 and free shipping. But If you are buying for somebody who collects three and three quarter inch Hasbro figures, this is not Hasbro, but fits so well with it. It's kind of an out of left field kind of gift that may surprise them. Now, if you really want to surprise them and give them a few hours of frustrating time, 
you can buy them the Star Wars Arcade that has a bench seat, which is a limited edition item, but they do have to put it together, and they are a little tricky. And a little heavy. Yes. They come, it's like Ikea furniture. I know most people who collect have gone into the Detolfs and the Billies, and you know when you've got that particle board and a lot of it in a small box, it is just, it feels heavier than the item you actually end up building. That's how this comes. But the classic Star Wars arcade that so many people think of is the seated one that feels like a cockpit. Now, this doesn't have the dome over it, but it's got a seat right there so you can feel more like Luke Skywalker in the X-Wing as you play the classic Star Wars arcade game. Now, here's what to know about this one is it doesn't come with a riser. It's the same cabinet as they had before, instead of a riser, you get the chair. So it's shorter in that regard, but comes out deeper, and you get to have a seat while you play. Which is good, because even with the riser, I guess with the riser, they're almost perfect size. I mean, they're kind of shorter, smaller units, which is why they're priced like they are. But sitting down would be nice, because then you're going to be hunched over. And if you wanted a real one of these you'd be adding at least one zero to the price. Right. And then you have to worry about someone how to fix it because arcade games are old and not many people around who can fix them. And usually they haven't been treated very nice and you won't treat it very nice. You're going to jerk on that yoke to try to... It's different when it's yours. Yeah. You can jerk on the yoke all you want when it's yours. <laughs> but... The standing one with the riser is still available as well this year, so you can get that one instead if you don't want the big bench. I bought this one last year. I don't feel the need to have two of the same cabinet just to have the seat display, but I do love the fact that it has the Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi games in it. So it's more than just the one, although that one is the one. Now, I'm curious if these are going to go on a deeper discount after the holidays, because I noticed last year they were the it gift, and a lot of people bought them, never put them together, and sold them at a, at a discount. And I know it's a lot of put-together ones where people seem to have lost their interest in, as well as the retailers putting them on clearance. See, and I don't understand that, because... I think these are great. Like you said, they're three-quarter scale, so you can put a lot of them against a wall and feel like you have your own arcade. I don't know about our listeners, but I grew up watching Silver Spoons and dreaming someday I will have that house. I didn't want the train. I thought the train was a little too much. Even when I was seven, I'm like, eh, I don't know that I need a train to ride around my house. I think we need a train. But that arcade, right when you walked in, that had Frogger and all those games, I was like... I want that when I'm an adult. Well, now I'm an adult and like, I still can't afford that, but I can afford it in three quarter scale. The problem is though, again, arcade games have been treated very roughly. It's hard to find them in good condition. The other issue you would have with full size arcade games, so just a little knowledge for you guys so you don't go down this dark path of looking at arcade games Unless you're on a slab or in a reinforced room, your house, typical house, would not be able to hold a lot of arcade games. Yeah, we did have one that was bowing the floorboards. Yeah, so that's something to look at, too. You might want to put some reinforcements in your basement before you go down this. And 
honestly, we're going to take one of our rooms that we never use and put all the arcade games in there anyway, the little arcade, one-up arcade ones, to have kind of like a fun arcade room. I think that's awesome, though. And that's what I don't get, is if you have a collection room, this is so cool in it. You know, I bought the Star Wars Trilogy arcade game. It's in decent shape. It's not in perfect shape. It has a few stickers torn and things. It plays perfectly. I love playing it. But after a while, I don't play it as much. But I still think it's an amazing piece and an amazing collectible. And when you go into my collecting room and you see that, it's just a a centerpiece, an eye grabber, a a wow piece. Mm -hmm. And I think these arcade one-ups still are that. Oh, absolutely. Just, they're a little smaller. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're basically making a preteen arcade. <laughs> I'm a teenager, 16-year-old, and she just got the keys. Yeah, no, 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 short people. <laughs> short people. I guess we'll have to put a fountain soda machine in there. Maybe a popcorn machine, and I'll give you tickets every time you play. Can we get a dollars for tokens machine? Yes. Now, 1UP also came out with something that I think is a great gift for the right person, a Star Wars pinball machine. Now, I want to preface this in that it's shaped like a pinball machine. It has speakers on it like a pinball machine. It's a video game. And it's a video game you can play on your phone. Zen came out with the pinball game. It's on iOS, available for Switch. I believe I have it for the PS4. And... You can buy all these additional boards and just play pinball to your heart's content. And I have had a great deal of fun doing it. Well, pinball machines are even harder to maintain than arcade games because of all the moving parts. I used to do some consulting for an arcade company and I would talk to the guys. They had a Nightmare on Elm Street pinball machine in there. And I'm like, I'd really like that. And they started telling me the reason it's been in there for so long is they cannot find the replacement part they need that is specific to that game. All the bumpers move. There's so many springs, everything that goes along with it, all the little notches. These things break a lot. So I understand why Arcade 1UP would put a large digital screen in that box instead of a real working arcade pinball. But to me, the fact that it's just the same game that I can play on a PS4 or something, and it's not the feel of pinball, kind of takes away from it, in my opinion. Well, you need the bells and whistles, and there's a very distinct sound of pinball that is just so... I mean, you have to have that for the experience, and it is not replicated on the video games. They come close. Yeah, but it's not that same... I mean, you have the the bumper of the... It's just... They can't do that. It's kind of like an MP3 will never replace a record. Well, it almost did. Well, (laughs) they're coming back. But for the right person, this is a good thing, and truthfully... If this went on clearance, I would totally buy it, again, as a display piece, as a piece of furniture for the collecting room. If this got down to the $200 range, and I know some of them last year got down to the $125 range. Yeah, that's totally worth it, and I kind of support that, but it seems like you could just play it on your iPad and sit down. Right, but this would look great next to the Star Wars arcade in a collection room. And I'd play it some. I'm not going to lie. I'd play it. Yeah. I just don't want to pay full price for a digital pinball machine. I'm, I'm disappointed in what it teases it could be, but 
I think there's a lot of people who would still like it, which is why I put it on the gift guide. I don't think it's a bad item. No, it's not a bad item. It's like the Pandora bracelet. It's a lot of people are going to like it. It's not for me. I'm just saying it's a bad idea for you. (laughs) Unless it's on sale. Uh, Because I'm your wife. But that is our gift guide for this year. I hope you have found some things you may not have known about. You can always go and play a section of this show for your partner, loved one, mother, what have you, and be like, hey, did you hear about that? Wow, wouldn't that make a good gift? (laughs) And meanwhile, we have another show all recorded that we will be getting out to you before Christmas. We are excited to be back. That show is done. We just need it video edited and it is out to you. So you will not have to wait so long to hear from us again. Everyone stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands and keep six feet away from everybody. Till next time, may the virtual pigs be stocked and the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can find pictures of the toys reviewed, chat with other Star Wars collectors, and find hundreds of Star Wars Action News episodes at our website, SWActionNews.com. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at SWActionNews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at SWActionNews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The links to our social media sites are at SWActionNews.com. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. You can also send us your latest store reports, figure reviews, and more. Email us an MP3 or iPhone voice memo at show at SWActionNews.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2020. All rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting.